Hi, welcome to my podcast, Connections to Heaven, with me, Mike the Medium. On my podcast, I'd like to cover topics such as mediumship and how it works, signs and symbols from spirit, and interviews with some very special guests, and much more. And of course, messages from spirit. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a cuppa, and I hope you enjoy listening today. Hello everyone, and welcome to Connections to Heaven with me, Mike the Medium. We're on episode seven already today and we have a very special guest hay house author claire stone hello claire hi mike you all right yes are you yeah thank you so much for inviting me onto your amazing show you are very welcome i've been really excited about this as we've just had a good laugh about for about half an hour before this (laughs) trying to actually get it to work (laughs) but we got there in the end (laughs) we got there in the end so yes i was really excited to have you on today's episode and episode seven too i can't believe i've done seven of them already it's gone so quick i only started this at the beginning of this crazy bloody lockdown thing and then before you know episode seven already so that's quite wild so yeah so we're gonna jump straight in and ask some really interesting questions i thought that you'd be a really really interesting guest on today's episode with everything that you do and obviously i met you it was through a reading wasn't it um when you, I think you found me or something on Instagram where we got talking and whatnot, had a reading, and then we just got chatting after that. So I was like, yep, yeah, she needs to come on to the show. So this is really exciting. So I'm going to jump right in with this. And I really want to ask for you, like, how did you first start to pick up on the angels? Because I know that you definitely, you're another angel whisperer, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So, well, even being a child, I always seen um, angels spirit guides and even spirit animals um and it was only as i got older i started to realize that not everybody seen what i could see wow um so you know when i'd be playing with my cousins and i'd be running off from invisible animals and wow. you know as we got older they kind of started thinking like what is she actually on about and uh, my grandparents who i grew up with they were really strict christians so they were really um didn't like what i could see at all yeah so yeah that was really tough wow that is cool that that sounds quite similar as well to like how i grew up in a sense so i used to see spirit a lot but i was actually quite frightened i was always that little mad ass child that was like oh there's something under the bed and whatnot i mean my older brother would be like stop being such a funny you know get very like straight to the point but um and it wasn't until i was about God. Well, to be fair, it was only recently that my mum said to me, oh, no, you was doing that much younger than that because I remember I had you in the bouncer and you'd be looking past me and stuff. So I was like, whoa, mad. So it's that's quite cool. That's, I love that. So how do you actually see angels then? Well, as you will know, being a medium yourself, yeah. there's <laughs> mental mediumship where you see something in your mind's eye and then yeah. there's physical mediumship where you'll physically see something in front of you. So I can see angels in both ways. Wow. And sometimes, you know, I people always say, what do angels look like? And I describe in the book how I see the angels as yeah. well. Um, but we all see them in our own unique way. Yes. And that could simply be um, a flash of light in your yeah. peripheral vision. Um, it could be receiving a white feather or a robin. So you don't have to physically see an angel right in front of you um and yeah they will change the ways in which i am seeing them depends 
depends what mood they're in. <laughs> yeah, the it's kind of like spirit, that. It's kind of like spirit. They kind of like to either show up in feelings or sometimes you'll see, I get that. Sometimes I get it with shadows and then sometimes I get it with like a blurb of light and I'm like, your spirit's it. <laughs> so they like to jump yeah. in like that. It's so cool. It's, it's quite, I find it really fascinating how very similar our abilities actually are, even though I connect with spirit and you connect with angels. But I guess, if I remember speaking to you about this a while ago, you do pick up on spirit too though, don't you? I do pick up on spirit, um, but mainly what I do is my strengths are the angel channeling yeah. and actual psychic reading. Yes, so I want to talk about that in a minute too. <clears throat> or, um, you know, we play games like sitting back to back with someone and guessing who sat there and wow. what they had to yesterday and what they're thinking about. Uh, so I'm really good at the psychic stuff. Yeah. And I find for some reason when mediumship... That always comes through for me when I'm doing healing. Wow. So I don't do that anymore because obviously I, um, I've i been writing the book and everything, but yes. that's when I would get that more strongly. But I think it, on some level, it's probably some kind of blockage that I have because of my grandparents saying yeah. that mediumship was evil and stop seeing this. So yeah. maybe that has um, swayed me with the angels more yeah. because... We know that we're totally safe when we're working with angels, and of course we are with spirits. Well, oh yeah, child, yeah. Um, you know. But I do. I get it though with the spirit side of things because people are like, well, what you know, I've been having dreams about this or something's been moved in my house and this and that. And whenever I've been to like an investigation of like someone's property to go and like sage it and kind of cleanse the space, it's never something bad. Once I've been able to tune in and see, it, but it's because that fear side of us. Whereas with angels, they don't really—they're not that forceful in that sense. So they're not like in your face kind of thing. Where spirit can be sometimes, they're very nosy spirits. Yeah. So it's quite cool like that. But this is something that I've been itching to talk about too. Is your psychic sense? So I've not—I know. So as a medium, yes, I am. I am psychic too, but not full on. So I don't class myself as like a psychic medium. If we're to put labels to it, I just class myself as a medium. Like my strengths definitely lie with spirit rather than psychic senses. So I was really excited to talk about this because I love anything like this. I'm like obsessed with it. I always have been. So for you, do you know when you're like around people sometimes, do you ever find that you'll pick up things in their energy? If you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, do, you, do you ever get that bit where you feel a little bit nosy and you think, oh, right, oh, right you'll see what they're doing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. people to be honest and that's to protect myself as yes. well um, because when I was a teenager and I was just training to be a holistic therapist I was picking up everything like yeah. if I was with someone and they had earache I had earache Ooh, wow. um, it, would, it would go on all levels yeah. um, so a lot of the times I'd say something and, and then people say Oh, I can't believe you just said that, you weirdo. Why have you just said that? That, that happened to us yesterday. Um, but I, I never intentionally do that because you've got to respect other people. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, mean, I bet you get this yourself. Yeah. Um, people think you're a mind reader as well, yeah. don't they? Yeah, get it all you're the time. Yeah. When they're around, you're thinking, oh. Um, but what I find really funny is if I'm around someone and they're trying to kind of hide something from me, I can see it even more clearer. Yeah, <laughs> like same. Don't see this. <laughs> Don't know where this is on yeah. this. Uh, but yeah, I would never do it intentionally. And no. You've got to learn. <clears throat> I think you've got to learn to switch that off. Yes. Um, but I've sat in circle doing mediumship, but I don't advertise myself as a a medium advertised yeah. as a psychic and yeah. I use tarot cards as well that's one of my tools but 
But I always find when I do sit in circle that all the mediums, they start booking in for readings off me and I start booking in for readings for <laughs> yeah. them because we're so different. We get yeah. the same information, but in such different ways. In such a different way, really absolutely. It really, really yeah. is, isn't it? I love it, me. So like you were saying, I try my best not to do that, to be honest. But sometimes, like I said, with spirit, they can be really pushy and like all up in your grill and like mention this. And I'm like, no. Sometimes when it happens <laughs> with me like that, I honestly, I really do try to dial it down a lot more now because, as you said, I'm with being empathic too. Like, I really feel a lot from spirit, and then I'll end up feeling a lot from the person that they're trying to connect me with. And it's like, oh, so it's been it's been a journey, that's for sure. But now I finally have that little <clears throat> the medium, no pun intended. But I have that little off switch now where I can be like not today. Like I'm adamant with it. And I'm like not today. You'll find another yeah. way, kind of thing. So I like that. I like that you've learned boundaries too because I think it's really important, isn't it? It's really, really oh, important. Absolutely. It's the number one thing. Definitely. Psychic protection is number one. So with your meditations as well, you do do meditations that definitely involve that, don't you, where it's, you know, psychic protection and things like that and meditation. Because meditation is key really, isn't it? Absolutely. Because if you can't quiet your mind, then you can't get these clear messages through. Absolutely. You know, and uh, I was only speaking about the reading that I had with you because I don't mind talking about that. Yeah, um, okay. So in January, uh, my mum passed away suddenly and I found that I could not see or hear angels or spirit for, it was about four weeks. Wow. And it, it felt like the room was empty. It was such a bizarre feeling to not be able to sense these guides, these they're my best friends yeah. who were always here. It was like the plug had been pulled out. Wow. And um, I really wanted to get a message from my mum to make sure that she crossed over okay and everything. And that was when I found you. And because I'd never met you before, um, that, that was kind of why I chose, and because you've got good reviews. Yeah, no thanks. But I think <laughs> you want to go and see someone who are new and yeah. then they just say, oh yeah, your mum's here. Mm. Um, I wanted someone who knew nothing about me or the situation um, and that was what I was talking to you about wasn't it how like I, I lost my abilities for about yeah. four weeks but I knew that they were there because I could feel them in my heart and it was such a strange feeling I felt like my heart was being held yeah. so even though I was really sad I could feel this strange warmth that I'd never felt before I've never had a bereavement like that before yeah. um, but that warmth in my heart and then gradually they came back and the reason why I was talking about that today was because I was telling a client about that experience because we're talking about mediums who lose the gifts and then it comes back yeah and my guardian angel um straight away dropped a poem into my head and it was the footprints in the sand wow and straight away I just thought oh wow this is just like totally in a nutshell what happened because I was in such shock. Yes, absolutely. Um, and because my mind was so disturbed, I couldn't meditate, no. couldn't eat or sleep. So, of course, how can I do any yeah, kind of psychic absolutely. work? Absolutely. My mind's not in it, my mind was stuck, locked into grief. Wow. So, what you said about the meditation, that is 100%. Um, it is key, key for, for developing it. Absolutely. And I, I do, do you know what? I don't always remember readings, to be honest, but I remember snippets because I remember sitting in front of you and my I, my body was shaking because of how strong your mum was. And I was like, what? She's only just passed. I was like, what? She was like, come on, I'm ready. I'm ready. I was like, yes, I love it when they come through. Like, but do you know what? I get that. So when, when the abilities 
sometimes leave us. Sometimes it is with grief. Sometimes when we're grieving for someone so strong and so hard, the best thing for us to do is to not be in anything else other than that grief. And as grim as it is and as heart-destroying and soul-destroying as it is sometimes losing someone so close to you, we've got to feel that grief. We've got to feel it to heal it. It sounds cringy, that saying, but you really got to feel it to heal it. And it, yeah. it actually helps. So, Because sometimes I read for so many people where they kind of like put the lid on it. I always explain it as like a jam jar. There's no point on putting it on because it's going to keep filling up and filling up. It's just going to pop and it'll probably pop at a time when you really don't need it. So, But I've experienced that too. So when I've been going through stuff in life and, and you go through difficulties, not grief as such, but I have obviously lost people, but with difficulties in life, whether it be due to like career, house, family, you name it. And I do find that it I just sometimes, it's like there's something like a brick wall that's there. I know that they're there, but it's like spirits saying, not now, take a step back. You know, you've got to look after yourself at the end of the day, because if we don't look after ourselves, we're just going to be really shit, basically, aren't we? Let's put it very blunt. We're just going to be crap. So we need to be as we need to be on our A game when we're reading for clients, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. We, really do. we do, we do, we do. And I've recommended loads of people your way for their psychic readings, and like, I'm trying to get booked in with it, but she's really busy. I'm like, well, that's because she's not shit. <laughs> so it's funny that, but it makes me laugh as well. Do you ever get that when people say, "Are you free tomorrow?" and you're like, "No." All the time, all the time. And I'm thinking, I've got nothing for at least four months, five yeah. months. Um, but that speaks but, for itself. I would rather book in with someone that has a weight rather than someone's like, I can fit you in tomorrow. But like, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes though, I will save an odd <clears throat> hour here and there. Yeah. And if I know someone really, really needs some help, I will fit them, try and fit them in yeah. that week. Because you know sometimes they, they really, really need that reading. Absolutely. And then a lot of times people want the reading just for general or just for a bit of uh, fun, really, isn't Yeah, it? I get that quite a lot. It makes me laugh when people come to see me for a reading. They're like, well, I've not really lost anyone, but I'm just open to see what's happening. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be bringing up your, like, you know, your deceased great, great, great grandparents here then. But they do still come through, so it's mad. But then they just kind of give guidance within the messages because there's not like millions for them to talk about because they've not lived with them as such. But they still definitely bring through messages of like, well, I know that they're doing this and they're going to continue to do that. So I love how similar our work is. It's quite cool. But psychic, that's something I get asked quite a lot. So I just pass them over to you. I'm like, go to Claire Stone. Go to Claire Stone. She can do your psychic reading, no problem. Um, only because I, don't, I wouldn't want to be like, yep, I can do your psychic reading. Because I know for a fact that spirit would end up be there and they'll be telling me about how they passed and tell me about the funeral and everything so it's like i like to just stick with with what i feel best which is what you're doing too which is great and it's good once you find you found your own little niche isn't it and you're like this is for me i'm gonna do this so that is amazing and as we mentioned at the very beginning of this author hey house author so would you like to tell us about your amazing book too i'm really excited to talk about this as well wow well, the book is called female archangels Reclaim Your Power with the Lost Teachings of the Divine Feminine. And that symbol on the front, that is sacred geometry. It's called the Venus Rose. Ooh. And um, so what the book is about, and I always start off with this straight away, is angels are androgynous. It's not like spirits and they've had a human... Um, yeah, like a human experience, yeah. Yeah. Uh, however... In the human body, we know the mystics and the yogis, they've been telling us for thousands of years that we are comprised of two polar opposite energies. And these energies, we can call them yin and yang, masculine and feminine, um, negative and positive. So for lack of a better word, um, 
the female archangels, which actually the feminine word for archangel is archaea, not even archangel. Archangel is a masculine term. So I've called them the female archangels because they are the angels of the divine feminine. So we have angels that are of the, the divine masculine and angels of the divine feminine. And those two energies together, um, you know, if in the human body we can, through yoga and meditation, if we can unite those energies, that is how you achieve spiritual enlightenment. Mm-hmm. So it's a physiological thing. It's a psychic ascension thing. So I just want to put that out there that when I say female archangels, I mean angels of divine feminine energy goddess energy which have been suppressed by the way through patriarchy um you know the catholic church yeah they suppress the feminine they suppress intuition you know if we were living hundred years ago we'd be burned at the stakes for doing work like this yeah definitely feminine is to go within it's about trusting your own intuition but we've been um brain trained to exist in a masculine way. A masculine way is about keep working, keep striving, keep achieving. It's never relaxing, resting, trusting. So we've been disempowered. Yes. And the female archangels are teaching us how to re-empower ourselves, to trust ourselves and to go within. Ah, I love that. Love that. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And so in the book, is there, is there like different parts on how how you connect with angels and kind of like teaching others how to kind of, you know, get into it as well. Yeah, there's 11 archangels in the book. Wow. And there's loads of exercises, loads and loads. There's meditations, there's invocations. The female archangels are so practical. They understand that if we have issues such as we can't manifest our bills being paid, if we've got, we don't have abundance, uh, we don't have our peace or loving relationships, they know that it's unlikely we're going to attain these higher levels of enlightenment. Um, so they help us with this really practical stuff. So we've got a solid foundation to create a happy, peaceful life. And then our energies naturally blossom. Wow, I love that. Love it. I'm all about stuff like this, eh? Because no matter who we are, do you ever find that sometimes people just kind of maybe have a bit of a perception of us of like, oh, their life's perfect because of the work that they do? Do you ever get that? I get that quite a lot. Like, oh, but your life's amazing. I'm like, no, it's just it's very normal, you know? And there's times where anxiety might slip into it sometimes. But I've really tried my very best with meditation. And I've, I've got into the full swing of it now so I can do it at a drop of a hat. I never used to be able to. I'd, I'd jump into it like, right, so Mac is for tea tomorrow. <laughs> I'd just get lost. You know, I'm not doing a shout out to McDonald's or anything, but, you know, it would, I'd get lost, really, really lost. But now I can get straight into it, meet my guides. I'm like there. And I know that, with the teachings that you do, there's there's loads that you do, and this is why I feel like it's you're such a fascinating guest to be on here today. Because there's also Angel Mystery School that you have too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Angel Mystery School is like it says on the tin. Yeah. It's a school that teaches how to communicate with angels, um, and I also have an angel membership, which is thirteen months long membership where wow. people will come and they'll learn in depth one angel a month um, we do live sessions we do rituals all around the solstices um it's really amazing we're doing doing some really awesome stuff wow 
That is amazing. Do you also do like, um, so what mediums would do, I suppose, would be like open circle, isn't it? I know we mentioned that before, but do you kind of do that, but for like psychics as well? <laughs> <laughs> like a psychic circle. <laughs> That's a good well, word, actually. Well, I, that isn't one of the main things that I teach. No. I have taught it. Yeah. I actually um, host, host a lot of retreats. So when I'm doing retreats, we'll do loads of fun stuff. So we'll do all rituals and things throughout the day, meditations, visit, visit stone circles and PowerPoints. But on a night, that's when we start having a laugh. And after we've had our tea, we get our onesies on, get the cards out, and I'll teach people how to see auras. And we'll be get, they'll be getting up practicing it. Love that. Um, how to uh, see, trick change your face, to see who you was in a past life. Wow. We do all those kinds of um, God, psychic stuff, which is really fun. You know, maybe I should put something like that on again. Um, but the, the two, the, the main workshops that I do in person are obviously angel communication and I get people, I take them on a drum journey to meet the guardian angel to get the name. Um, I also do that with spirit guides. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, because I'm a master herbalist as well, so sometimes I'll teach people to do this. Um, with a mugwort ceremony so we'll uh, drink mugwort we'll do a few rounds we'll have the tincture and mugwort's really good for lucid dreaming Um, so if you're not a visual person and you're having a few doses of of, uh, mugwort and I'm drumming for you you're much more likely to experience uh, like a visual experience with your spirit guides or with your angels I have them all crashed out on the floor in the yoga studio in the uh, sleeping bags in the candlelight, it's really amazing. Wow, that sounds well cool. I love stuff like that. I really right down my street. That absolutely love it. And that mug, what's it called? Mugshot. Mug. Mugwort. <laughs> mugwort. <laughs> Blonde. It's, it's there. It's a mugwort. I thought is. Why did I say mugshot? Isn't that something what you have when you get like sentenced <laughs> to summer? Jesus, you know what I, I meant. Reading that you're doing on me now, predicting mugshot. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. You're safe. Don't worry about that. Definitely not. Oh, I feel like such a div now. So where where would you get that, or is that something that you can make yourself? I wouldn't recommend people make it themselves. You can do, and I go and pick it. Oh, but wow. because I'm qualified as a master herbalist, so I always tell people if they want to try it at home to buy it as a herbal tea. Um, ah. So the one I get it from is called Glastonbury Teas. Oh. Um, because that's a really clean brand. I just like that brand. So, you know, you could have a cup before you go to bed if you want to try and induce a dream, or a lucid dream is when you are awake within your dream. And then there's astral projection, and that was a big uh, part of my childhood, astral projection, where I'd wake up in the night and my spirit would be out of my body. Wow. body would be in the bed, and I'd be floating around, watching my nan and granddad, seeing what they were eating, what they were watching. Wow. And then the next morning, I'd be saying, oh, you're watching this on the 10 o'clock news, and I said, you're making your crackers and cheese, and they were like, you've got the devil in you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I still get people saying stuff like that now. I'm like, no, it's really not that bad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Wow, that is just absolutely amazing. I'm going back to your book as well. So where can people find your book? So it's on Amazon, or you can get it from Hay House, wow. Waterstones. It's in every bookstore. 
Ooh, that's exciting. So that's a good goal, that's a good goal. Do you know, so like, let's say if you used to look back to like a few years ago, did you ever like manifest this in, in, your, in your life? Like I want to have, I'm going to have my own book. Not one, I'm going to have. Yeah, I've always wanted to write a book. Wow. Um, because I know I've had quite an interesting life with the experiences that I've had all my life. Um, so I had the intention of writing a book, but never got down to it. And yeah. then about four years ago, I had, or three years ago, I had this epiphany, and it sounds really daft, really, but the thought was, if you don't write this book now, you never will, yeah. ever. And it hit me. It was really strong, and I thought, if if I get to, like, eight and I've not wrote this book, yeah. I'm going to be devastated. So I didn't even know how to write a book. I never went to school. Um, I learned spelling and reading and writing from doing take a break crosswords. Wow, love that. <laughs> um, so but I love books. I've always read loads of books. Um, anyway, I went on a writer's workshop to figure out what I needed to do. And I knew that I wanted to be a Hay House author. That was the wow. ultimate dream. And I promise you now, I didn't think that I was going to actually manifest it yet. Wow. It was obviously thought, meant to be. Well, I thought, maybe I'll self-publish, and if it sells loads, then I might get signed by um, an, another publishing house. And then when I, I sent them the um, proposal, I, I couldn't believe it. When I found out the news, I literally fell to my knees wow. and was crying. I got a phone call from America because it was the American company that signed me, not the UK. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God, and that is so cool. We Tracy phoned me up and um, he's like, hey, Claire. <laughs> and uh, I actually thought it was my husband messing about for a split <laughs> second. Oh, no. <laughs> because I'd been doing rituals around manifesting this book deal. I had created my own book cover printed it out and folded it over a, a book wow. and i created a ritual it's actually on my youtube channel um i created an altar it had a candle on it saying congratulations and i wow. would practice signing books this is the truth signing books pretend i'm signing books for people that for my book and the congratulations candle was like congratulations on your book deal and my husband actually because he was in on it as well he went to Thornton's and got with this big chocolate bottle and that's on me Instagram and he says congrats on your first book deal I didn't have a book deal at that point wow but we were using the law of attraction we were projecting into the future living it as this reality wow and I think with the law of attraction it definitely works but you've got to work hard as well it's oh yeah like it's not just handed to you on a plate is it you've got to put no, in the work definitely no, wow that is ace um, that yeah yeah oh so it's God. been a long journey um but i've done it now so i'm you've satisfied done it. absolutely yeah. and i do you know what i'm not not jumping into energy but the kind of you know feel that this all is it's like a psychic little reunion in a sense i feel like there's definitely going to be more so you don't even have to say if you already know or not but i do feel like there's definitely going to be more for you that's that's like really really excellent. maybe your mum's still trying to pop in she's like mention another book <laughs> I'm like all right i'll do it so that definitely feels amazing there's definitely more to follow there i'll probably tell you afterwards just in case you didn't want all your business you know blurting everywhere so that's fine but um i can definitely 
see some more cool stuff which is really really amazing but and for hay house as well i mean what better place to be signed do you know what i mean like wow living the dream honestly it's absolute dream amazing i love that when he's like hey claire <laughs> with the american thing i love that how y'all doing so that is amazing so do you reckon do you know like if this lockdown didn't happen and all this virus stuff and whatnot do you think that they would have had to like go over there to america to kind of do bits there i know that everything works over like over the internet anyway now doesn't it with like you know skype or zoom or whatnot so well the hey house uk are looking after me obviously because we've had a lot of meetings Uh, i'm in london a lot obviously not a lockdown um but a lot of meetings and um so like yesterday i was supposed to be speaking at the big mbs um mind body spirit festival at london olympia it still went ahead on zoom we did it on zoom so that was awesome and um, I am speaking, there's a Hay House event in November. Um, I'm speaking at that Regent's Park in London. So I think it's just a case of um, doing a few events in the UK. And then if people like me, who knows? There you go. You'll be in America soon. The Big Apple, the Big Apple. Love that. That is amazing. So also, like with you mentioning, John, John's your husband, isn't he? And you do have two children also. So yeah. do you... See, I, get, I have two kids as well, so sometimes I always say, oh, it's definitely my son that he's going to have the same ability, but then there's certain things that my daughter has shown him, and I'm like, well, she might have it too, I don't know. So do you ever feel like your children will have those psychic senses too? My youngest, uh, my oldest, when she was younger, she used to be so tuned in. So I remember one day I was taking her to um, a swimming lesson, and back then you'd pay it in blocks yeah and they would send you a letter addressed to the child when the next block was due and i remember walking in holding her hand and she didn't know that the letters come from there and she and i was thinking how exciting it is to receive a letter when you're a child and i'm thinking that next block's going to be due soon and she looks at me and she said uh mommy's a letter coming for me soon Wow. she's nearly 16 so she used to talk like that a lot when she was younger and when she was really little like about two she used to cry and say i want to go home the house with the red door and we never lived anywhere with a red door and she used to sob asking for us to go home there wow. so she's got older now and now she says my belly tells me whether someone's lying or not. Ooh, like a good gut feeling. It's got a gut feeling. Um, however, she doesn't take it beyond that. Yeah. But my youngest, she's eight, and she is a proper little witch. She is amazing. Wow. She's in crystals. Um, took her for a walk today. She went straight over to a tree, hands-on, speaking to the spirit of the tree. Oh. Now, she's always done that. I've got a photo of her when she was about 18 months old, just like looking up oh. uh, with this tree. Um, she was telling me about making black salt for protection. <laughs> she, oh. honestly, she is way beyond her years, wow. definitely. Little um, old soul, love that. They're, they're really, really switched on though, kids, aren't they? They're not daft. People think they are, but they're really, really not. And children, yeah. I've, what I found you know, with my own is that you think they're just kids. We don't as parents because of our children, but they're much more than just a child. Like they're so in tune with 
with things that maybe we're not actually in tune with, I find sometimes it's crazy, it's mad. So that's cool that, that the gift's kind of going down the family there, isn't it? Actually, it just reminded me of something. Um, so I'd been visiting a relative in hospital a few years ago, and I had both kids with me, and we just left the hospital. I'm rummaging around in my purse trying to find the parking ticket. You know what it's like oh, yeah. over the car park it's shocker you're like holding all the hands and everything and it's a bit frantic and we got in the car and my eldest says to the little one um why are you putting a seat belt on no one and the youngest says i'm putting it on holly now i hadn't noticed because of um in a bit of a what's the word a bit of a rush bit of a pickle yeah, yeah, trying to find the parking ticket, getting the money, making sure we don't get run over. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. <laughs> we didn't notice that this spirit, this little girl, wow. who'd passed at the hospital, she'd actually come with us. So I thought, we're in the car now. So straight away, called in the angels, and they brought in her grandma with her. Wow. And they dealt with it. They took her, you know, a bit lost, took her on away. Oh my god, that is so cool! But I hadn't noticed it. It was only when um, she put the seatbelt on. She said no, it was Holly. It's like, oh yeah, we have picked someone up with us. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, imagine that. So you're a little bit dubious now when you're going places with like leave everyone where they're meant to be today. I love that. That is so cool. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, do you know, like you do. I don't do that. This is something that I always get asked. Oh, so I bet your house is haunted. It's actually really not. My house is like a zen den. I love this house so much. It's like, just feels like home. But there was sometimes, I do pick up on the gentleman that lived here, what must have been yonks ago. Because um, I see, we even my wife, like she's, she's not closed off to it, but she's not like into it, into it as I am. She's just, she kind of leaves it to me in a sense. I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. But she's like, oh my God, did you see that? And she gets a little bit emotional with it so she'll just be not crying but her eyes will stream and like there's someone there isn't there she's like yeah i'm like don't worry about it. it's fine and i look I'm like oh shit it's a guy that lived there don't worry so it's so it's just fascinating isn't it it really is so do you know when you first met your husband did did you tell him like straight away like by the way i know what you had for your dinner last night <laughs> well we've been together for 19 years oh wow and i was into everything that I'm into today, I was yeah. into that. Wow. And he came to my flat where I was living at the time and I had this in my living room, an altar, which was a giant tree trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and on it, I had my wand, crystals, oh, wow. offerings. So at the time, he's like 21 and he's probably thinking, what the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like no one was really into, or it wasn't known yeah. that people were into stuff like that. So he's always known um, what I'm into, and he would ask, let's try this, let's try that. But I, I get that. that. Impressed me at first. Yeah. And then he kind of just left me to it for a good few years, and now he's kind of gravitated towards it himself, so I've never tried to put my beliefs onto him. No. But he is really psychic. Wow. We all know what each other are thinking. Oh, that is mad. And, um, you know, he will, like, even pick a card himself sometimes. Yeah. Wow, love that. Marriage goals. Marriage goals. Do you know, honestly, though, me and my wife will be doing that. We sat the other night just Netflixing and chilling as you do. And what did I say to her now? 
Oh, it's really going to bug me. I said something. Oh, it was really pointless, but I was like, oh, do you know what? I can't wait till this is over. Because one of our favourite places is uh, Cocker Budworth, which is this lovely restaurant in the middle of kind of nowhere in Northwich. And she's like, are you joking? She was, I was literally just thinking of it. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> kind of in with it. But yeah, we, it's quite often that we do that. So I find that quite cool. But when I look at my mum and dad, they never do anything like that. So it must be something psychic and, and not many others either, do you know? So it's like, it must be something in us. Must be, must be, must be a little hidden talents there from spirit and angels. So they're definitely always around. But I, I love the way, you know, like how you connect on a psychic level and how I'll do it in like a medium style. So, but like you said, it still kind of brings comfort and healing, doesn't it? Yeah, both definitely. sides of it does it really really does because I've I've heard people say yeah I've been to Claire before she's amazing like got took so much from it and then they're like and we're going to her angel school now as well so I'm like wow like amazing so it's just it is phenomenal and and you know you've accomplished so much and it's just incredible especially the book that's just brilliant obviously your life's amazing too but the book I'm like wow love that and the cover of it too it's, it stands out it really really stands out it's not just plain you know and it's not I don't know I'm, I'm not like a book interpreter or anything but when you show me your book I know I've seen it when you first released it anyway I was like wow that, that looks the part of that so it does look good it really does look good spot on Claire love it so what else I was going to ask you too so if people was to find your incredible meditations that you have on YouTube and your, and your teachings on there what's your YouTube channel is it just Claire Stone or yeah it's just Claire Stone and if you type my name into Google you'll find my website and uh, I have a monthly newsletter. You can sign up to that. You get a free oh. meditation. Um, yeah. Amazing. So on Facebook, what would your Facebook page be as well? It's Claire Stone, Ancient Wisdom, Modern Woman. I like it. Got a good ring to it. And on Instagram, where can we find you on Instagram? Claire Stone 444. Absolutely. So I was, do you know when I was waffling on to you after you reading that time and I kept sending you pictures? I'm like one of those weirdos, me. So I was in a car. I don't know if you remember, but I was on the way to take my kids to swimming and there was a Mercedes in front of me with 444. I was like, I sent it Claire quick. Look at this, Claire. Just got me signed. Just got me signed. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I got, I got one as well. Yes, that's right. Wasn't yours? I don't, if I remember rightly now, he was like, no way. I'm sure yours was 777. I'm sure it was, or eight, eight. it was something like that, because he's like, yeah, and I've just got this. I was like, what? No way. Amazing. But I, I'm one of those, me, that I'm I'm not directly looking for them, but I'm very aware of them. And I'm one of those geeks. It's like, look at that, it's a sign, it's a sign. And everyone's like, is he all right? I'm like, yeah, it's a sign. Like, don't worry about it. I'm always like that everywhere. But me kids, it's like, it's rubbed off on them, not in a bad way, in a good way. They're like, dad, uh, they're like, dad I know that granddad Frank's watching over us, my granddad, and they'll talk about my wife's grandparents too. They're watching over us, they've given us a feather. Look at the robin bird, that's granddad Frank, that's granddad Frank. It's just, it's amazing to, you know, to not bring them up in a way like, go and sit in your room go and do this, go and, you know, they're being little free spirits and that's, you know, it's amazing. Clearly your children are too. So love that it's running for the family as well. So that is amazing. So you can find Claire on Facebook, Instagram, a website, um, everything as she's just said, but I'll tag that into the description too. So is there any final words you would like to say, Claire, before we come to an end? Well, I think I'll open my book on a random page. Oh, yes. There's a message, a collective message for us all. Yes. Okay, so I've opened it on an exercise that is called Shedding Light on Your Shadow. Mm. So the shadow is the part of us that we suppress and hide and don't want to look at. Um, so maybe during this time when this is released, maybe there's something going on astrologically. I know right now Venus is in retrograde 
and this is the time when ex-partners come up when all them old traumas from the heart they start coming to the surface if they've not been healed so i would say with the message that just come in um if there's something triggering you or bothering you right now this is the time to do some self-inquiry some journaling and get into the root of what this is what is in those shadows embrace it we are equally light and dark like i said at the very beginning masculine feminine and it's about embracing embracing our humanness because i think especially in the spiritual field um i know a lot of spiritual people will be watching this um therapists and psychics there's a lot of pressure to be an angel yourself yeah but we are human and we're here to have a human experience so of course we experience through emotion yeah so i that is a little message from that book about accepting your emotions, looking at the shadows and healing it and looking at yourself through the eyes of love instead of the eyes of judgment. Wow. Love it. What an amazing way to end it with that message. Love it. So, and like you said, then I, I love that you said, you know, there'll be someone that'll be listening to this and, it, and it's like a knowing really that, you know, someone will take that. I think everyone that will listen will take that, but they'll be sitting there listening to this. They'll be thinking, oh my God, like, whoa, you know, so it is helping. So that's just absolutely amazing. Honestly, Claire, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on here. You've been an amazing guest. And again, go and buy Claire's book. It's amazing. Go and do it. Get on Amazon quick or to a website. You'll find where it is. You can get it. Get yourself a copy. Absolutely amazing. But thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. You are very welcome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please leave a nice review and subscribe to my podcast. You can follow me on Facebook at Sign Mike Huff Spirit Medium and Instagram at Sign Mike Huff Spirit. And remember, your loved ones are never more than a thought away.